He's back for 2018. The Football Sec Podcast for Russia. Welcome to another episode of a Football Sack podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Ben Smith, and we are done with a second round of group stage games, which means we're 32 games down in this tournament with another 32 to go. So we're at a halfway point. Joining me today, a man who needs less chances than Michi Batshuayi to score, is the sleep-deprived Louis Granich. Hey, Smithy. How are you, mate? Good, thanks. Yourself? Yeah, thanks for uh, stepping in last week. No worries, mate. I'm, uh, like, I think it was the sort of situation where we've won our first two games and uh, the manager, Christian, just said, look, we've got to give the big guns a rest. <laughs> so um, you've had the week off and, and you should come back strong for the knockouts. I feel, I feel pretty primed and... Uh, Thanks for uh, just, uh, you know, keeping things... Running myself into the ground. Yeah, no worries. All good, mate. All good. Also joining me, uh, a man who is suddenly quite thankful he was dropped from a Panama squad (laughs) on the eve of the World Cup. It's Jeremy Truon. Feeling the love. Welcome back, Skipper. Thank you. Uh, how, how did Louis go? Like, be honest. I know he's in Maroon. Yeah, yeah, no. He, <laughs> he, he, actually, <laughs> he actually did quite well. So I think your job might be in danger. So keep on top of your form. Thanks. More infighting than the German team here. No, Argentina. Well, that's, that's what we'll go with, mate. I mean, we'll we'll get there. to both of them. They're not exactly... A harmonious the, camp. Yeah, so. no. <laughs> uh, there was a few games overnight. England struggled to a 6-1 win over Panama. Uh, Louis, is football coming home? Uh, to be honest, all right, this is my big point from the England performance. I would love for them, I, would, I can't believe I'm saying this, I would love for them to go far, maybe like a, a semi-final, because uh, we've, we've grown up, or well, certainly I've grown up with these these golden generations coming through, you know, Terry, Gerard, Lampard, Ferdinand, all the these, Ro- Rooney, uh, all these great players coming through where they had so much expectation on them, and furthest um, appearance I can remember was a quarterfinal. They had two in, quarterfinals. Uh, and a, in Korea, Japan. Uh, and and Portugal, uh, Germany. They Germany were well, rubbish yeah. in that 2006 tournament. And then I think maybe Ecuador in round of 16 won. Yep, yeah, and then they lost to Portugal. Uh, next uh, tournament, round of 16 to Germany. Like, they, they hadn't made it past the quarters. It's safe to say they haven't been good at a World Cup or a major tournament. Yeah, for, or Euros. The last tournament I can remember them being good 2004. Was, yeah, Euro 2004 yeah. where Rooney scored four goals in yeah. th- four games. So I think it would just be absolutely fantastic if they if they actually have a deep run. Like I'm kind of supporting them a little bit just for the, the, the media's sake because they go after the England team so much. They um, put so much pressure on uh, that sort of era of players and said, you know, we're going to win the World Cup, we've got such a great team, and now they're just like, oh, we've got all these youngsters, we don't like Gareth Southgate, this is obviously like, you know, a year ago, this sort of thing, we don't like this new generation, they're not these big names. I'll tell you what, I'd love to see him go further, just to um, just to prove a point, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Jeremy, can you list some things better than Panama? Because they were rubbish last night. <laughs> Optus. Optus is a good one. <laughs> Tran- transfer transfer yeah. <laughs> more Liverpool goalkeepers yeah more reliable I think all more those reliable. things are more reliable Robbie Williams pre-tournament performance I thought he was good oh you did oh okay so maybe not better no like obviously I, I'm a big fan of Angels absolute banger let me entertain you like I, I thought he was good definitely I'm better than the, the Panama defence so um, I don't know what you guys are about I thought he looked. I mean, I thought Robbie Williams was on drugs. <laughs> go into the Panama result. <laughs> no, no. I, was, I yeah. just we we need to discuss Robbie Williams. Okay, okay. this is a Robbie Williams podcast now. Um, but England sort of look good, don't they? There's no sort of real big names. Everyone knows that Harry Kane's the talisman. You go through him. There are no big egos. They look unified. Um, so 
They look as harmonious as I've seen them. They do. Uh, I really think getting rid of you know those big players and putting that era behind them. Lingard, man, the the goal he scored was fantastic. Brilliant. Um, A great, great tee up play from uh, Raheem Raheem Sterling, Sterling, who I am desperate to. I really want him to have a good tournament just just to get the press off his back in England, and he didn't. You know, I don't think he had the best of games yesterday, but he did set up that Lingard goal, and that'll give him some confidence heading into the vital Belgium tie. Um, what were the uh, odds on John, Sco- John Stone scoring a race? You reckon he has scored two more goals at this tournament than Messi <laughs> and Leo. Uh, the marking for the first corner. I remember the guy um, who was marking him uh, had two plays at the top of the box. Just decided to mark neither, and um, <laughs> he, he again the the uh, the. First three goals, I think England scored. They had eight corners scored from three of them, so they're definitely a threat from set pieces, which is great for Gareth Southgate. Obviously, something's working on the training ground, and um, good for them going forward. I did like for that first goal. Stones was all alone, whilst Harry Maguire was literally being rugby tackled to the ground <laughs> after the ref had gone to tell his market, "Don't tackle him to the ground with your arms." He did it anyway, but. Stones scored it. It was a bullet header. Yeah, clearly a tactic from the opposition. They did the same thing, gave away another pen. Harry Kane, same place. It was Easy as you like. Clinical was, finishes yeah. from Harry. Yeah. Uh, both, both penalties were smashing, weren't they? They're Alan Shearer-esque. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I do think going forward, uh, that this race for the golden boot is, is hotting up. And um, we could have a few high scorers. Usually it's been uh, four or five for the last world, uh, few World Cups. Six with Hammers, I think it was. But, I mean, if these guys have got four already, we already have Ron, um, Lukaku, and um, who would be the third? Harry Kane, obviously. <laughs> uh, we obviously have those three guys, you know, gunning for it. It'll be interesting to see if they can um, break some records. Now, I'm no international coach, but at half-time... No, we brought you on because we thought you were. That my expertise coming in. Yeah. But when you're down at half-time by that much... Surely at halftime you you make some Phil te- Brown. Yeah, you do the Phil Brown you do, and you yeah. get them out in the middle of the pitch and you give them yeah. the finger whack. Yeah, you, you make a couple of when they subs. score, you yeah. Jimmy yeah. Bullard comes from nowhere. <laughs> yeah, the captain comes in. Yeah, does that. Yeah. I, I do agree with you, Des. They um well technically they didn't. I don't think they lost the second half. It was one. No, one, 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 one all. Yeah, the yeah. Half. That that was the chat from the camp. Let's win the second half, lads. Um, well, they didn't even do that. Yeah. <laughs> In other games, Poland are out after losing 3-0 to Colombia, while Japan and Senegal played out an entertaining 2-all draw. So the two spots in Group H have come down to Japan, Senegal and Colombia. Jez, who do you think's most likely to go through? At which two, which pair would you be putting your money on? Who would on? you back, Jez? I'd back Colombia and Japan. No, just, just for an Asian sake, I thought, um, well, I wanted an Asian team to do quite well. And then Japan have come out. They look quite good. They look good going forward as well. Um, their attackers, that um, you know, they've just got quality. They've got a good few players. I really they, like. They uh, I've watched him a bit this year for Iba Inui. Um, he plays on the left wing, and he's going. He's getting a move. I can't remember where, but he's um, certainly looking. You know, quite a player, and he's playing at a high level. Um, hit the bar. Played very well. Uh, they, yeah, they they do have some class. You know, on. Uh, the starting eleven as well. They have uh, depth. They've got players to bring on. They brought on Honda, scored in his third World Cup, um, a great addition. You know, Okazaki waiting in the wings. They're just they're just a pretty decent side. Yeah, they've got a few. There was a lot of talk. Obviously, they re- uh, replaced their coach quite soon. Uh, well, in the lead up to a World Cup, really, uh, and there were a lot of question marks over this Japanese team. But uh, you know, four points from the opening two games, you can't complain about that, especially in a 
very even group. So Colombia and Senegal looks like a pretty much a straight shootout for that last um, that last spot. Is there a way for both of them to go through if they draw? I think the goal difference, maybe if Japan lose, I suppose, but you you wouldn't see them capitulating against Poland who have nothing to play for, would you? Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I think, I mean, I actually thought Poland were going to be quite decent coming into this tournament. It's such and an, they open, group, been, such they, an open group, that one. I looked at this group and thought it's going to be a really fun group to watch, but Poland were actually my tip to win the group and they <laughs> to have win the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> bit of a, a bit of a dark horse, yeah. and I've been punished for that prediction. Yeah. They, they've been very bad. I just I just don't think they've um, created you know as much as they should have, and they really relied on Lewandowski not giving him enough service. Um, and I don't think they deserve to to go through, and they won't. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how these last few games for this group certainly um, unfold. Do you think any of these three teams still able to go through from Group H, uh, Colombia, Japan and Senegal, do you think they can do any damage later in the tournament? I really can only see Colombia, um, you know, posing more of a threat. Great moment for Falcao, obviously, him scoring, I think it's his first World Cup goal. He missed the last tournament, yeah, didn't he? The, he missed the that golden run. So, um, which, is, which is really sad, and um, we talked yeah. about that earlier in the pod. He's now got his goal with a great performance uh, last match to boot. I, I do think they're they're better um, than they've showed, and obviously that red card in the first match sort of, you know, gave people the impression that they weren't, you know, a contender or at least a um a strong side. But they're the seeded team in that group. They have um pedigree. They they had a great tournament last time, and I think they can they can do some damage if they get through. In other games, there's been two great escapes with Germany and Brazil both leaving it late to beat Sweden and Costa Rica, whilst Mexico overcame a pretty poor Korean side. Louis, are Mexico showing they can go really far in this tournament? Uh, I think they are. And not only that, they'll, <clears throat> like I said last pot as well, there will be a handful for teams that are better than them, which is great in the um, in the knockout rounds because of their, their pace and the break and the numbers they committed forward, especially against Germany. They looked so dangerous. And, um, you know, another three points, they're in, they're in top spot and they, they will qualify. I honestly, um, you know, the Germans obviously have a great list. Honestly, see Mexico from form going further than the Germans. We'll, we'll wait and see. But in terms of uh, putting the best foot forward, Mexico have certainly done that. It was a sort of a clutch moment for Cruz to come out and, and hit the oh, winner. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. We were talking uh, before before the podcast actually saying um, which was more clutch, the the Brazil finish or the German finish. And I, I just think it's the, the, the way Tony crazed it. Tony Cruz has struck that. Tony Cruz. Tony, it's crazy goal. Um, the the composure, uh, him and Marco Royce just basically said, yeah, we know what we're doing. There's a lot of build-up where he has to just think, you know, this is all on me. We could potentially be going out because if he didn't score that, they'd be in right trouble and um, they've, they've bailed themselves out. You just can't write the Germans off. I don't think, you know, Jez, would you say they'd be pretty, they'd be, they'd be pretty confident about going through now? playing career in the last game yeah they'll come out swinging now um like you guys said if they had drawn that game they've been all sorts yeah all sorts um the potential potential to miss out do you um, think um gomez could start because he came on obviously um and whether well, he made an impact he's certainly at focal point up there and and with werner again he's fluffed a few chances do you think maybe they're just going to do the same thing they did with closer last tournament and just get an old striker up there amongst these youngsters like Werner, he's got pace. Yeah, he's, and he's, he's electric. A, he's an absolute horse, yeah. but it just it seems but to be that people sit back against the Germans, so yeah. it's, it's nullified. 
I don't think Korea will be posing them any issues because I watched them against Mexico and they were trash. Uh, Son's goal was quite nice. Was, yeah. oh, Son, <laughs> Son was good and you a could see him spark. working hard and he got a cracking goal. Uh, I believe it was Huang who was playing up top with him. Like, he impressed me. He broke someone's ankles on the touchline with a nice move. <laughs> Beautiful. But the rest of the Korean team, their main objective was seemingly to kick lumps out of Mexicans. It was just bizarre I would you don't normally associate dirty play with the Korean team but they were shocking uh, Mexi- there were some horrible tackles Mexico were working really hard you saw Herving Lozano the um, the hero of that, of that first game going back and r- risking his legs as well he um, came back on a defensive corner I think he was near the six yard box the defensive six yard box I got in the way I, of a he shot he could have broken his I, leg I, I honestly thought he was in real strife yeah. and um, I was very and then happy and he played rest, most of the rest yeah, of the game I was happy to see him yeah. get back up from that uh, Germany and Brazil uh, left it late. Uh, Brazil were a bit more comprehensive, but do you think they've been a bit underwhelming, Jeremy? A little bit, yeah, but I think Costa Rica as well. They can count themselves unlucky. Um, I think last World Cup they did really well in their run, and then they're probably looking to do that again this World Cup. Um, yeah, and to, to concede those two late goals right at the death, um, yeah, my heart goes out to them. They, I think, they played really well. I think it's really difficult if you're a smaller nation who's overachieved. To just back that up again at a second tournament, I think it, it the not the inertia sets in, but the, the I guess the luck and the all the hype and the drama that you've that's got you've gone through in that tournament to to back it up is just is so difficult because those players on an international front aren't used to necessarily achieving, so they don't have this platform for them to build on. They just have this one tournament where things went right for them, and I, I think um, it's gone the opposite way this time. I know they had a, a one chance in that Brazil game that was that was decent um, early on that really could have swung it in their favour, but Brazil had a few chances. Neymar putting the ball wide. Um, Bobby Firmino perhaps should start up front. I know. I was Je- really impressed with. Yeah, him. I know Jesus is is a great player and is I an absolute it's handful. Jesus, Jesus. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think Firmino is so functional. He just runs his socks off, and he's really good at bringing other players into the um, game. A thing that's been argued or leveled at Firmino is that he sometimes does like to drop deeper, and that would sort of inhibit Neymar and Coutinho's, uh, I guess, role in their team. To be honest, like I think Liverpool looked better going forward when Coutinho left, and obviously Firmino plays for Liverpool, so that same thing could be argued again, whether or not um, Cheech uh, or Tite, as it's read, uh, decides to play Firmino is another matter, but it would be good to see him up there. I think he's too good of a player to just be a sub. What was Neymar crying about after the game, Jeremy? Do you... Do you have any? Is there any goss? Hot goss? Panama's uh, defense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They <laughs> even though it had, had a full head before yeah. side. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so oh, bad. So bad. <laughs> oh, what about all the shots that he had? Then he finally hit one. Yeah, so, and the yeah. dive as well. That was. I'm glad VAR overruled that because that was yeah. shocking. Are you surprised he didn't get booked for it though? Yeah, I was. I thought. I felt he should have been booked as well. He's just falling over backwards. He's like he's on the end of like a, a ship or a staircase. It was like someone had, you know, got the little... Invisible rope or yeah, something. Yeah, ah, yeah. But can VAR do that? Can they overturn and then give players red cards? Or yellow oh, cards. Oh, sorry, yellow cards, sorry. Oh, yeah, I would... I think surely they can give yellows because if yeah. something's a penalty... Um, might be it might be up to the discretion of a ref, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm not sure about reds, but um, we all know, obviously, Zidane got sent off from the, the fourth official in 2006 so yeah. I, i'm i'm not sure if it if it's out of a uh, possibility i think it could very well be um it could very well be in place 
Can you imagine VAR in the 2006 final? Would have had day out. Oh, they would have just had to say. Would you would you say Matarazzi off for for descent? I guess the third time he. I know you're a Zidane. <laughs> yeah, no, he, Zidane wasn't necessarily. Um, he should send Matarazzi off for briefing the same error as Zidane. <laughs> what did he say to him? If you want my jersey, you can get it after the game, and then Matarazzi came back sister. with some. Yeah, exactly. And then so. Matarazzi allegedly said afterwards, "I swear I didn't know he had a sister." <laughs> <laughs> I just threw that one out there. Oh, but that, that was such a great final. Um, yeah, fantastic stuff. While we're on the topic of disappointing teams, at the moment, the last two World Cup finalists are both in severe danger of going out of a group stage. Jeremy, who's in bigger danger of missing a round of 16, Germany or Argentina? Argentina, boys. For sure. Um, yeah, it sort of all comes down to, to what Iceland can do, really. Um, you know, we've everyone's spoken about it. We've spoken about it. Um, Argentina are just a team of big names who just want the glory. And probably a little bit too reliant on Messi. Let's see what Messi can do. Um, yeah, I, I think that they'll beat Nigeria. But then, you, yeah. you you think Iceland can get a result against the Croats? Yeah, mate. Oh, <laughs> probably not. Louis' not, face but, right now. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm disappointed, no, Jez. I'm disappointed. Yeah. Now, I think, um, like we've seen in the pod, you know, we can rest our players after winning our first two group games and Croatia I love the way you said that a little smug group yeah. <laughs> um, after winning our you know, well, first two games they, um, Croatia can't uh, rely on Kalinic he's been sent home so but they've got Kramaric they've got players to come in as Blackburn Rovers legend Nikola Kalinic <laughs> he scored all of 11 goals in two years for us and then went to Serie A oh, he played, quite well for himself yeah yeah he uh, was good at Fiorentina and as AC Milan but yeah he's not available but they, they do have depth going forward I think Iceland can pose problems. I'm, you know, all jokes aside, as they are a, a very functional side, and they've um, given Croatia problems in the past as well, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do think Argentina though are in more danger than Germany, yeah, like you definitely. said. And um, God, it will be. It was. It was crazy during that German game to think that both these finalists were gone. But then again, we'll hark back to last World Cup. Um, uh, the Dutch, obviously, they Spain. went really far, but Spain just capitulated like that. So, and the tournament before Italy out of a group yep, stage, yep, finished so. below New Zealand. Yeah, the undefeated the New undefeated, Zealand, the, the only, only team, team undefeated yeah. at the 2010 World Cup, as their so as their fans are so quick to remind us, and rightly so. But I do think all I, three of those fans, <laughs> Argentina, are in real trouble. And even you can you can look back to 2002 World Cup where France went out of a group stage. Yeah, to Senegal. So was it Senegal or Cameroon? No, no, it was Senegal because it was Papa Bouba Diop That's and right. um, uh, El Hajj Juf combining uh. the rat. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit of a split in the German camp. Meza Ozil is apparently on the bad side of Joachim Lowe. Well, he, he, he must be. I, I can't remember the exact number, but it's definitely over 20 um, of the last internationals Meza Ozil has started, which I find pretty baffling because he is a, such a streaky and mercurial player that... He's gonna have an off day. They they have relied on him so much, but like over twenty internationals, that's that's a long period of time for him to still be relevant. Even though he's you know dipped in form for Arsenal, sometimes he's been really good. Sometimes he goes missing for a few months. He's he always seems to be ill. It's it, it is it is crazy to think that he's put that run of games together and then. I suppose the Germans have never been in this position in a group stage or even a knockout game where they've been that poor or. Or in this much disarray, where Joachim Löw's had to just turn around and go, "All right, oh, I don't care how good you've been for the last few years. You're going out, mate." And um, I, 
I think it's more tabloids because he seemed to be the player that was on the chopping block as opposed to like all these players going. And there were allegations midweek. He called the Bavarians, I think it was a bling bling gang or something. There's a, <laughs> what? There's, what so there's apparently a bit of a divide in the German squad between guys like... Oh, Ozil the, the Bayern players, thing. is that what you're talking and about? And then there's the Bavarians like your Neuers and your Hummels. I, and I, apparently Ozil... Uh, Ozil called from the bling bling gang or something yeah right i do think boateng is um can't cover himself in glory that was an absolutely outrageous tackle on a yellow card it, well. it should have i thought he should have been sent off for that alone yeah. um and it was it was Very weird lucky. just like his hair it was just a weird <laughs> weird performance um they are yeah they, we forgot to obviously You're mention obscene that they, to the eyes they <laughs> are they won the game with 10 men which will be yeah. i think he'll miss a game and um, the Germans have great depth. But, yeah, really weird performance from Boateng, one of the best defenders in the world of the last few years and just crazy stuff. Yeah, Jez, do you think uh, Argentina, they've been playing with three at the back this tournament and their coach is... Uh, apparently there's rumours the coach Andre Agassi? Is, yeah. <laughs> That's who's coaching him. Have you seen how much Sam Paoli looks like? I guess yeah. it's ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully without the meth habit. Uh, it was Coke, wasn't it? Come I out. thought he was on I thought, I <laughs> guess he Let, said he did ice. He's got okay. a book. It's called Open. We'll read that and get back to you. Okay? <laughs> we'll do a podcast on the Agassi, but we'll have the football sack... Football Sack Book Club is coming after the tournament. I'm we'll sure you'll have a listener waited week? with bated breath. Um, <laughs> with them playing three at the back, are you yeah. going to ask you know, whether they'll keep that going? Yeah, because they have struggled. So, so many players they can use going forward. Why would you put... Three centre backs on the pitch, yeah, you was, I know. You were, you and Mascherano further a, a as well. Wealth, a wealth of talent, yeah. yeah. Like you, you get as many. Well, they have put as many as they can forward. You try to get your, all, as many match winners on the park as. But you they, can, they sure. play, um, you know, Perez, and he played last World Cup. But Metz are like these players that, yeah, to, to us, I guess. I know Metz was good in qualifying, but to, to the average viewer, we're wondering where's Dybala, where's Higuain, where where are all these players, and they just where's Icardi. <laughs> nowhere to be seen so um, it'll be interesting to see how they go I just thought of something else better than Panama Willie Caballero attempting to play out from a back oh that little golf chip but <laughs> dinkage it was a changing dinkage. of Pure codes dinkage. it was the golf chip and then the forehand it was um, it was beautiful stuff currently eight teams have accepted their fate they will no longer be part of a tournament tournament in the knockout stages South Korea Tunisia Costa Rica Morocco Saudi Arabia Panama, our favourites, Panama, <laughs> uh, Peru and Poland. Jez, who do you think the worst, apart from Panama, the question was going to be who was the worst team out of that lot. I think after last night we can safely the say it's Panama. Boys. Who, who do you think is the second worst team, not Panama, to be knocked out? Uh, probably Saudi Arabia. You saw the, the first uh, game against Russia. The, they got spanked 5-0. Um, you know, they just haven't looked good going forward. Uh, we took their coach, so probably you know their leader. <laughs> just cut their grass. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's from underneath their feet. Um, they just don't look any good. Uh, they don't look like the side that you know qualified ahead us ahead of us um, to get to this World Cup. Um, so yeah, I think they're they're sort of in all sorts. I think Costa Rica have been quite poor, honestly. I, I, they were. A, I didn't expect them to go through. I just expected them to contest because that group was really open. Obviously, without Brazil. Um, yeah, they're the favourites, but Switzerland, Serbia and Costa Rica. I really thought Costa Rica would make more of a fist of it. Um, you, I think you can go around and look at the teams who are on zero points, um, bar Morocco and um, 
I didn't think Peru have been that bad. No, they've been quite good. I think Bar Morocco and Peru, all the teams that are on zero points, I think have been have been quite poor. And I just do wish Peru, I wish they had that one goal. I wish that guy scored the goal against France where he was like 30 yards out, outside of the foot, smacked it against the post. Well, in a different world, they beat Denmark, Australia, Denmark, and we're playing Peru for the last spot yeah. in the, yeah. in the uh, in but Group Yeah, well, I mean, they were a penalty kick away Yeah, they should have beat Denmark. So I, think, I think other than those teams, the other teams to be eliminated at this stage have all, have all been poor. They deserve it. Yeah, I thought <laughs> I thought it. I thought Morocco were okay. I thought they yeah. probably deserved a point against Portugal. I didn't say against Iran. They definitely they'd... were super unlucky against Iran. They would have had more than the Lions' share of possession. It was nil nil. That they, they created more chances and and a and an own goal in the last few minutes to to send them. Um, pretty much home early. It was really sad to see. They were definitely better than Iran. I would say Iran are one of the worst teams. They were worse than Morocco, but they've just got the three points that keeps it. them alive. They've got the chance to knock out Portugal. I don't think they will because I can't see a world in where Ronaldo lets that happen. See, <laughs> <laughs> especially because Harry Kane got a hat trick. Oh, it would just oh, be it would just Ronaldo be rare to go. Uh, he, he's like, just give, he, me the ball. Just give me the ball. Like very few players have started with four goals in the in the first uh, two games in recent World Cups, and he's just thinking, yeah, boys, I'm clear at the golden Harry boot. Kane's <laughs> got five <laughs> and Rom's Rom's there as well. So Lukaku, we didn't talk about it earlier, but Belgium. Very impressive over Tunisia. I are, I, I disagree in terms of ooh. them being impressive. And same with England. They're versing um, Panama and Tunisia. Okay, Panama. so the look at their goal difference. They're exactly the same. Their performances are pretty similar. Yeah. Um, we have to wait for them to get tested. What will be a good indication will be that final group game against each other. We will get to that a bit later. Of course, before we do, one team hoping to avoid an early exit is our own Socceroos who face Peru in a do-or-die clash on Tuesday. A win plus a comprehensive France victory sees us through anything else. And we're unfortunately saying goodbye to Russia and indeed Bert van Marwijk as well. So, Jeremy, what do we need to change from the Denmark game to ensure we get through? Well, Naboo's probably not going to play. So you, you got to start someone up He forward. might play with a shoulder. One yeah. shoulder. Well, I mean, one shoulder's all I need, you, boys. You, you could argue, style. do you need your shoulder to run? Probably not. Really. The Egyptians do. Liverpool do. <laughs> So France put out the blueprint on how to beat Peru. You know, you just got to hold it up there. And I think Peru aren't that tall in defence. Yeah, that was, so, a, that was a big weakness. So yeah. those dead balls, those corners that Aaron Moy are going to whip in, you know, does Timmy Cahill step up forward? Or does, you know, you put Urich up there, who's that big physical presence. You've also got, you know, our big boys, Rogic, Sainsbury, um, Yedinak. Yeah, yeah, Yedinak can get up there. Yedinak. Um, that's a correct pronunciation, right? Yedinak. Uh, that's that's your um, yeah, yeah. interpretation. That's your, your pronunciation. So you, you um, just live in your own little bubble, mate, and just keep going. <laughs> let's make it a thing. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think we're going to pepper them with... Um, Sepp, so, you think yeah, Sepp is the way to go? Yeah, so... Um, because we're not going to score from open play. Let's no, be no. realistic. All set pieces. We need a melee. Well, melee I, I would take a set piece yeah. goal rather than a yeah. damn penalty or a VAR. <laughs> a VAR goal. Can't deal with it. Yeah. Man. I just yeah. want. I want like the build up to be like, is it going in? Yes, it is. Sweet. As opposed to just waiting, shitting myself like every pen. Don't know why. Because Jednak just ices them. Every He's a time. cool, calm customer. Yeah. I felt calmer looking at him before the France game when he was just standing in the tunnel and just be his emotion. Yeah, horse. Jez, would you start Tim Cahill or would you go with Tommy Urich? Uh, I'm Urich. I'm Thank Urich. God. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'd love to see Timmy Cahill come on. Even if we're ahead 2 0, I'd still love to see him come on, just do his little, uh, little thing. Yeah, little thing. <laughs> you know, those headers. Um, 
Yeah, but uh, punch yeah. corner flag. Yeah, yeah, that'd be, that'd be yeah, great. Run over, great. punch, punch, kick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're rich for me, boys. Do that thing with his head where he knocks the ball into the goal. Yeah, oh. I was like, what are you talking? Oh, that's right. <laughs> what he always does. Uh, there's been a lot of calls for Cahill to start, but personally, I just can't see any logical, rational. There's no way he for- gets. We're the, talking about a 38 year old who has played just over one hour of competitive football. Since December, Aussie trading games are pretty competitive. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but I I can't believe like and the biggest kind of argument for it is oh he'll put the fear into the Peruvian defence. Well, fear isn't a tangible concept you can measure, <laughs> but it's there and they'll feel it with no no. It's got to be Urich. It's got to be Urich. Yeah, I even McLaren. I think I'd love to see McLaren get a go. I think he. I'd play McLaren over Cahill. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Having said that, if we're if it, seventy minutes gone, we need a goal. Peru's defence isn't maybe the most adept at dealing with crosses. You definitely put him on, though, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. as well with Azani out wide, you can he can deliver a ball. We saw that with the the chance he put towards Lecky's big noggin. Um, if, if we we said if Cahill was up there, it could have been a different story against Denmark. Does Cruz start? Get him off! Get him <laughs> off the damn pitch. There's a meme going around that's really good. It's um. Would you ever look at things and wonder how they got there? And it's like cars that are like parked on their and side Robbie behind Cruz trees and there. ridiculous things. And then the silhouettes of Robbie Cruz. Oh. Just I'm just like you're a disgrace. Man. I I still think you start him because Azani still and the, and the Arzani, I still don't. I still wonder. You know, I think the game is going to be up for grabs in the last half an hour, and that's where Azani has really done well for the Socceroos. Bring him off the bench by like he should be first cab off the rank in terms of substitutes. Uh, if a game if a game isn't lost already won, do we have anyone else that can play out there? Dimitri Nabu could Nabu could play out there. Yeah, with no Nabu's shoulder, but I don't. He would be a functional winger, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I personally, I think Cruz, in terms of his movements, someone went through and actually highlighted his movements during the Denmark game, and there was a multitude of times where he got the ball in promising areas, or he created space for others in promising areas or he alleviated pressure just by his movements so i think obviously i'm a big critic of his final ball and his work in the final third but his movement off the ball the things that a lot of casual fans don't notice for me that gets him a gig in the game i think he needs to start and where the defense down for 60 minutes i mean by all means get arzani on for him because lecky has been very good this tournament i wouldn't be changing him unless he's injured no chance no chance lek's got to start um, and Cruz is the one that's up for debate. But if you're so confident, Smithy, have a word. But Ear, and I'm sure he'll start. I'll, I'll get him on the phone. <laughs> yeah, I've no got worries. him on speed dial. He keeps asking who this is. <laughs> I don't speak English. <laughs> Louis, who do you think is going to be most critical to the soccer's chances? I, I do think it's going to be Azani, to be honest, because I Ooh, think the game. I think the game will be um, level. I'm guessing that, and I think he could be the one to break the deadlock. I would just, I just wanted just a fairy tale moment. Even if we go out, right? I, I want it to be level, and Azani and Cahill to come on, and them to just combine. Not even a left foot volley again, because that that's just too much. Just a just a header, scrappy goal, goal from open play. I, I think it's going to be him. Lex, I, I just think Lecky's been fantastic as well, though. I think he's been absolutely brilliant. Absolute horse, as you like it to just, say. It, yeah, he is. He is, a, he is a horse, no doubt. But he's just a performer. Like, World Cups, like, that's when you, you you need to perform, and he's done it at both. So uh, kudos to him. See, I think Rogic is going to be very important as well, um, just feeding that one. Hopefully he doesn't overhit his passes this yeah, time. Yeah. You know, playing that number 10 role, getting those guys into the game. 
Um, and we know he can hit him from outside the penalty box as well. Um, Would love so, to see a Rogic long oh, ranger, like wouldn't a 30 you? Yard oh, God. <laughs> like a seventy yard <laughs> yeah, 70 volley yard. on his yeah. on his right foot. From a bench. Yeah. From a bench. <laughs> but he's off. Just yeah. Get him, get him to fire, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Any other games you boys looking forward to over the next couple of days? Um, obviously it'll be good to see Croatia beat um Iceland and if we can get a clean sweep. That'd be great. The Germans, that'll be fantastic um, to watch. Belgium, England, I think, is also a, a one I'm really keen for. It's two in the morning, which is disgraceful. thought you were about um, to say Panama, Tunisia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, I'm it, keen for that. <laughs> I do think Belgium and um, England will be a great test and, and a real good indicator of where these teams are. They haven't been properly tested yet, I feel. And um, I think it could be, a, I think it could be a, real, a real shootout. Both teams are quite uh, heavy attackers. And both play three at the back, so um, it'll be interesting. With somewhat, say, perhaps out of place wing backs, especially with um... uh, Carrasco. Yes. Uh, he yeah, he did, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's a workhorse and he can run. But he's obviously not. A, a, yeah, he's obviously not a, defend, not a defender at all. It, it's great. Dedrick Boyata. I can't believe that he's back in the fray. Um, X Man City player with a few injuries, and he's he's just back in there, and he seems to be doing all right in the heart of um defence for Belgium, and um. Yeah, it should be it should be a cracker. Um, and yeah, I'm just looking forward to Nigeria, Argentina. We spoke about it before, um, but yeah, Argentina are just going to want to come out and just score, um, just to try, at least try and progress in, into the next phase. Um, so yeah, I think they're going to come out guns firing. Hopefully, Leo can get on the the scoreboard. Hey, it will be great to see them what they're like under real pressure. And yeah. obviously, it was a pressure cooker of a game against Croatia, but this is real. Real time to shine for um, Leo and his mates. So, like you say, hopefully he can get on the score sheet for his sake. But I think they might be going home, to be honest. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie! Oi, oi, oi! And that's all from us today. Remember to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Podbean to be the first to receive a pod each week. Also, be sure to give us a rating on iTunes as well. At the moment, it's just my parents giving us five stars. So. <laughs> well, all 37 of them. <laughs> and a shout out to Francis Curry as well. Who yeah, Francis. Avid listener, always tweets us after we upload yeah. it. Beautiful. If you, uh, if you keep tweeting us, anyone out there who listens, uh, if you want to tweet us, we'll give you a nice shout out. Yeah. We're yeah. going to have 50 people tweeting us. Uh, now. No, no, problem, no problem with that. We'll, we'll give them all a inch. We'll be back on Wednesday morning to wrap up the Socceroos' glorious victory, gallant draw, or brave <laughs> defeat, plus all the rest of the World Cup action. But for today, thanks for joining us, and it's goodbye from everyone in the studio. See ya. Go well, boys. Well,